This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and if you're going to a concert alone, is there a point in bringing a glass for your bottle of wine? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy and Posey. What's my name? Brandy Posey? That's my name. Uh, and hear me out. What if an astronaut had a problem with her mom? Whoa. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker and now hiring someone who can drink water and pee for me. Yes. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Welcome to the show, everybody. The show is Lady to Lady. That's the one you're listening to. Woo-hoo! You did it. You clicked play. You're having yourself a better day than you would be otherwise. So congratulations on giving yourself the gift of Lady to Lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Uh, we're really excited to have our, our guest oh, here. Our guest. She's absolutely amazing. You know her from RuPaul's Drag Race. She's also nominated for a 2021 Glad Media Award for Outstanding Music yes! Artist. Uh, no big deal. She's amazing. She's uh, We love her so much. Peppermint, everybody. Woo! Yay. Welcome Hello. to the show. Hi. Hi. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for being on the show, Peppermint. We we love you. It's this is very exciting. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy that I. I mean, I've just been sitting around. I was watching a a. Not that you can't even call it a marathon. I literally have just been binging the entire C- series of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, so these girls yes. love yes. Star Trek. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Oh, so I feel so deeply validated. It's the most it's easy thing to like yeah. just yeah. take in. It, it really feels like volume for your mind too. That just like low key, just like that hum that's in the background of the and entire of the show. Ship, it really is. Ugh, okay, I'm yeah. such a nerd. I I know that, and everyone yes. who's really a Trekkie knows that. And so I took, I found that sound. And mm-hmm. I put it together with a couple of other things. I can mix it up in my own little like witch's brew of yeah. that and like some low rumbling thunder and some rain and mm. uh, a little bit of white noise <laughs> and the ship of the, the, the engine the Enterprise. of the Enterprise. And that's my that's what I sleep to. I have a nine hour mix of it. And I sleep oh my to that. And it just I thought you were going to say that's your new song, your new single. <laughs> that's like, my new single. Ambient noise. <laughs> it should Dude, be I have for just nine started- hours. Yes, I, I just started sleeping with a white noise machine, and like one of our guests was it Liz Winstead said it's bad for you. I don't give a shit. That shit is lit. How I is it bad for you? Helps me back. sleep. The only thing that will keep the thoughts away is exactly. That. exactly. Well, wait, why, why did they say it was bad for us? I think uh, I didn't read the article. <laughs> if i'm being quite frank uh (laughs) yeah that um actually i tweeted the other day i was like what's the show that will feel the most like a bath for my brain because that's such one i wanted to just feel that and somebody immediately said star trek so yeah Yeah. it is well also specifically tng too because it's very like um everyone just wants to talk out their problems everyone's very reasonable and is like science matters we respect each other it's just Mm. like a beautiful utopian uh world to dip your toe into sometimes (laughs) (laughs) do you have a character that you like identify with the most on the tng and for some strange reason i mean i love all of most of all the like lead characters obviously but um the one that i really like seem to want to be the most is Mm -hmm. um dr crusher i don't know why yes (laughs) i mean she's she's glamorous she's amazing she's a doctor she's like feminine but badass i we i I love dr i mean she also hello love interest for picard so yes (laughs) yeah but before that it was um tasha yar who you know i mean everybody knows Oh yeah, Tasha like Yar gets badass. killed by a blob. R.I.P. Rest in power, Tasha Yar. We love you. <laughs> but she had a lot of. I know that in the like universe of of you know fan sexy fandoms, her and Worf were no. It was her and Data actually that people put together. Oh, yeah. Put together, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I got yeah, and then uh, Worf and Deanna Troy, but. And later, and later, Worf and Dax and uh, Deep Space Nine for those that go there. Oh, really? 
Oh, I, yeah. I forgot. Spoiler. I only watched part of Deep Space Nine because it came on, and then I went to college, and I never. So Deep Space Nine is next, you know, yes. for me. <laughs> That's what's nice about a thing like so this good. is it, it it just keeps going. You have years. Yeah. We have years. We can isolate and watch <laughs> these things. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's great. There's uh, Worf's wedding in Deep Deep Space Nine is like very sweet and amazing. I remember watching it, and being like, if I was the kind of person that that put a thing in a wedding. This would be like a thing to reference, that was, but wait. So there yeah. weren't like fighting sticks and everything at the wedding. That seems like I mean that was the, that was the honeymoon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, and I like that Brandy. If she if she has a wedding, she's not going to have like a Star Trek wedding, but it's going to be lightly based on warps. <laughs> it, like, it would just have like a moment in it. Just like their their like vows and stuff are like very sweet and very cool with each other. I remember being like, I'm like not a person that would like do that, but. I respect people that would. <laughs> Wait, you wouldn't be you vows, wouldn't your own vows, or they wouldn't be sweet. No, no, no. Would like take something from like a Star Trek to oh, put in your okay. wedding because oh, then oh, I think right. you you can't because then there's no coming back. From there's that. no then you've coming done back that. from that. Then no, you've, then that's you've you. done it. Wait, yeah. why? As because it's like having a, a Disney wedding. wedding. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Like you. Yeah. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah, I don't want like a character to be associated like with wedding more than me. I think. Yeah, and then the Bachelorette. Yeah, then t- <laughs> years later, they're, like, accused of sexual assault, and there goes all of the pictures. Yes. That's exactly it. Exactly. Like, you can't get a tattoo of something that isn't dead on your body, is how I feel. Uh, you guys, like, I'm really you gotta, wait, regretting... you gotta wait for a person to go before uh-huh, you know it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm really regretting this Annie Hall tattoo, you guys. I... <laughs> yeah, that full back Annie t- Hall tat. It was a <laughs> la-dee-da. La-dee-da. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, how's your week going otherwise, Peppermint? It's going pretty decent. Uh, I just got back from vacation. I booked myself a, um, a little Airbnb up in the mountains yes. here. Mm. Uh, I'm on the East Coast. Are y'all on the East Coast? No, West we're in Coast. LA. West Coast. Yeah, um, we're in LA. And I booked myself a little uh, chalet. Up in mm-hmm. um, Woodstock, New York, and it was nice. nice. There was a hot tub, and it's it was it's it snowed. It snowed last week, and it's probably gonna snow again. Um, and it was beautiful. I was like sitting in the in the on the mm-hmm. deck in the snow in a hot tub. Oh, it was beautiful, mm-hmm. perfect, and the it was lovely. Best. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. Yeah. Like if you're gonna. If you're going to do an Airbnb in the mountains, the hot tub is the way to go. You've got to get that. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. That mm-hmm. element. Absolutely. I think Especially that's when like the my snow favorite is coming part. down. Mm. Exactly. Like, that's really the only reason I think I like to ski is to be done skiing and in a hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. I, I would, I would go to a, I would, I agree with you because I would go to a ski trip, but mm-hmm. I won't go skiing and I will definitely be sitting in a hot tub. And so, yeah, exactly. it's pretty much the same thing. I went skiing a year ago. Mm-hmm. Well, in January, I went to Aspen for Gay Ski Week, and um, I didn't go to ski. I went because I was performing. But then mm-hmm. they gave me some ski lift tickets, which nice. is like, I can't believe I allowed them to do that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I went with my friends. Cause yeah. I'm like, oh, this is fun, and uh-huh. I and I went with my friends. Um, Sander Jennings, who's Jazz Jennings' brother, and my uh, assistant, Rife. And we we went, and it was fine on the way up. We were all in the same, like, car or, like, lift car thing, yeah. um, gondola, whatever it is, um, with your legs hanging over in the bar. And then we, and then, like, I could barely get off that thing, but I got off. And, and just getting from, like, from the lift to, like, the practice hill and to the, like, little... Um, place where the, the cafe where the food is because you know I went mm-hmm. there um, of course it was so yeah. it was like I was exhausted and then they were like okay we're ready to go down the hill and I was like wait I'm still learning and like there's the the mm-hmm. at the learning hill there's this rope that brings you back up to the top of the learning hill so you can go back down mm-hmm. and I like got hit in the face with a thing on the learning hill. And I was like, I can't do this. And so then somebody runs through. Nobody, we we spent an hour or two trying to get me situated. And they were like, mm-hmm. look, bitch, it, we got to go. 
And then I'm like, okay, you all go and I'll ride the um, the thing down because I can't go. I've changed my mind. I'm going to go back yeah. in and get another soup and then I'm going to go. And they were like, okay, great. And then somebody comes running through. Everybody get off the mountain. A blizzard's coming. And I'm like, oh! So I'm like, we, let's all go. Let's go. And they're like, we're going to ski down. And I'm like, what? And so they skied down and I got on the lift. Do they even the let you get on the lift is... back down? I, mean, I didn't no, think they let people they do don't. that. Usually. <laughs> they don't let you get on the lift back down, do they? No. Not usually, Not usually no. no. Uh -oh. Now I know why. Even though I wouldn't have made it off the lift. But I was, I got on the lift. I said, I'm getting on this lift because I can't ski and I'm either going to die yeah. up here or whatever. And I mm -hmm. can't ski. And so I got on the lift and I can't believe I got on the lift. First of all, I was falling out of that damn lift because it was just like the rickety bar and there was mm -hmm. nothing to really keep me in. And by that time, I don't know, it's not like I lost weight or anything. I was like sliding through like Tom and Jerry slides down the thing, you know, like <laughs> Ooh, I was like yeah. sliding through the bar, holding, holding on for dear life. <laughs> and the blizzard was whipping my face, like <gasps> felt like horses were kicking me in the face and I was getting whipped and I was like, my face was freezing and like starting to hurt and then I couldn't feel my face and I was looking down and there was kids. <laughs> I could see everyone on the hill trying to skate down the hill. People who were not prepared for this and little kids were screaming ah! and like mothers were like, oh my God, help us. It was like, what? I was like, this is terrible. I'm never going skiing again. So I will never go skiing again. But I, I will mean, get like you said, I mean, too much. Yeah, you said you were going to go oh have God. more soup. That's what it's all. That's what the mountains are about. Hot liquids with a yeah, cup. We want absolutely. soup. No shit. We want hot chocolate. Yeah. We want a hot tub. Well, yeah. and like the food on a mountain just tastes better too. You know, there's just something <laughs> yeah, about like because being it's overpriced and you're cold. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say you touched on one of my biggest fears, which is being on a ski lift. Because is there anything more dangerous? Seeming first of all. All of your weight is in your feet, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it just, just feels up. like you're going to get pulled off the damn thing. Half mm -hmm. of them don't even have that crotch bar. So like no. you said, you could just slip you right can't. through. You, there's no bar. And like you're just like, if you let go, you're going to oh. fall. And yeah. you're as heavy as your ski. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my! They God. should have a ski holder where you can take off your skis and put them yes. in the thing. Exactly. So that you can have your body weight. Exactly. Yeah. Like totally. you are battling your own feet for your life. Yes. <laughs> well, and like the pressure of getting off a ski lift oh. at the top too, that that big hill, that first hill that you come down and the thing's pushing you from behind and you're like, everyone's looking at me. This is it's not a for me. Yeah, it's terrible. No, no, I know. I do feel like every time you do a winter sport, your number one thought is like, I paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the guy like I was the dating before I lived mm -hmm. in LA, I used to live in Salt Lake City. So the skiing there is like, you know, people come from yeah, all over the world to ski there. And I'm in the meantime, I'm like, we would stay inside and, you know, perform rent on the tables or whatever. I was not skiing. I was not yes. an outdoor kid. <laughs> and so... Yes. My the I was like dating this like ice climber major skier guy who would actually hike up the mountain to ski down like this is the kind of person oh I'm dealing with and then and then he fucking made me go down a hill with him one he was like uh. just come with me it'll be fine and I fucking wanted to kill him by the end of it I was just like and you hated it you wish you hadn't done it don't you yeah no I should have stayed at the bottom the, the, mm -hmm. yeah that's the moral of the story stay at the bottom don't yeah. try. <laughs> Fucking make a Nike shirt. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I, we would get along. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why try? <laughs> That's how we feel. Mm -hmm. So when are the Glad Media Awards? I don't know the exact date, but they are coming up in April, which is lovely. Nice. And so I'm assuming they're going to be online. Are you going to like do yeah, a Yeah, what whole... are you going to be wearing for it? Do you know what you're... <laughs> Probably like this. Like sweatpants and a top. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I don't really know. Of course, I'm going to like tune in, I guess, you know. Um, but I'm nominated against, I think, like Halsey and like, you know, 
mm-hmm. some some major names. And so I'm just happy to just honestly just to be nominated because <laughs> um, I can brag about that. I'm not going to tell people the end of that You're story. You're not telling anyone. Like, I was nominated. To... <laughs> yeah. I was nominated. Don't worry about it. That's more than most people get. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I do feel like being nominated is the staying in the hot tub of awards shows. It is. Okay. Absolutely. Why try? <laughs> I'm not campaigning for it. We made it this far. It's fine. Yeah. You did the thing. You got the Instagram. Yeah, you exactly. I'm going to have another soup. We're all good to go. <laughs> I love it. I feel like a word show season during quarantine must be so interesting because it's just like t- dress tops and then sweatpants for yeah. <laughs> everybody. I, you don't need to do the whole thing. I did. I can't believe this is the second GLAAD Awards yeah. during the pandemic because I presented at the last one and oh. I was, you know, I didn't have pants, of course, but I had a cute little blade. I mean, I like went all out. I'm going to do a lot less this year. Of course, I'm not presenting this year. Um, yeah, yeah. But I like went all out and put up my glitter background and everything. And, you know, well, I shouldn't probably say this publicly, but no, I'm going to go. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that feeling of like, I went all out. I think that's where we're at here. It's been yeah. like a year. In the beginning, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do something. At this point, it's like, all right, I'll just, I'll try yeah. to like get onto my computer at the correct time. If that. Yeah. Yeah. Peppermint, how have you how have you improved yourself during quarantine? <laughs> oh my God. Well I did go to my plastic surgeon. I won't say exactly oh, what ma'am. happened. But I did <laughs> I went there. Mystery That's surgery. The, this is the perfect, perfect time because you get recovery time, you know, you don't have to be yeah. all over the place all the time. Oh, you're right. I better get a peel before this vaccine gets too crazy. Yeah, it's time to do whatever you're gonna do. Because we might be leaving the house in six months or so. Hey. I mean, a lot of people had quarantine babies. I feel like that's the same kind of thing, (laughs) you know. That's crazy. It's lasted so long that you could get pregnant and then also have the baby. And the pandemic has still happened. (sighs) Yeah. How do you feel? Because Brandy and I are both March babies. So this is our fucking second birthday Mm -hmm. in quarantine. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Well. My first one was I was in Puerto Rico last year, March 13th is my birthday, and it was in Puerto Rico literally flying back on my birthday as the, the airport. That like, was like the big day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the airport was literally shutting down around me, and I was like, am I going to make it back to California? <laughs> or do I just live in Puerto Rico until this is over <laughs> in two months? Remember when we thought that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this is like my first one, like in LA. It's so weird. It's like, it doesn't. I feel like I keep saying, "Oh, last year," but I keep meeting 2019. Like I feel like we should get a do-over on 2020. We really should. Oh, yeah. I I lo- I didn't. I won't. I I I like aged myself by accident because I went around telling people I was a year older than I actually am. And oh then my god, my that birthday is in January, and I yeah. had no idea how old I was. And then it turns out, <laughs> yeah. I just had my birthday. And I just turned the age that I've been already telling people I was for a year. <laughs> Wait, you were wrong for a whole year? Oh, no. <laughs> I do feel like after 35, I really stopped knowing how old I was. because It's was like, easy to not know. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. very easy to not know. And like, honestly, I've always said I only care how old I look. <laughs> Hey. So how old do you think I am? That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. When people ask me that, that's what I want to say. I'm like, I, <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Uh, take- like, give me you context. <laughs> yeah. I love that answer. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me through this filter. How old do you think I am? Uh, also, <laughs> my, my hero. The baby my hero, filter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I think we should all take an example from my hero, Charo, who had mm-hmm. her name, her age legally changed. So that's oh. always on the table. Legally changed. She had her age legally what? changed. How? Yes. <laughs> no, no, you can't just pay somebody to change time. That's yes, not. I can. <laughs> so, so how does this work? Because is it like I'm, you know, I'm 25 forever, or did she change the d- no, year? No, like her she birthday. Changed- she was able to do it because she said that the U.S. messed up her birthday when she immigrated here. Um. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. like Lee's story. <laughs> exactly. 
They just happen to be five years wrong. Uh, that's interesting how that works. <laughs> ten. She goes by ten years younger than she. It's amazing. It's just so inspirational. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. It's we. It's, it is odd because I know we're supposed to be more like. You know, you're supposed to be like, I'm this age and I don't give a shit. But I do, even being in the entertainment industry, when someone asks you literally your age, I still have that like moment where I'm like, am I supposed to reveal that I'm not 23, even though it's obvious? But I don't know. (laughs) It still has this weird. I still have that. Me too. I have that same fear. And I like go through it. I like, come on, woman, just like be real and be honest and tell the truth. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, if no one else tells the truth, then I'll be the old one. So. That's Let's what it is. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly we, what it is. We as a society just need to agree on radical honesty with our age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, but yeah. Or we, all we as like, a society oh. can't decide on shit, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. True that. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, we're all going to go find out how to do We're going to contact Charo. We'll be right back in a second. <laughs> Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Peppermint. Hey. And we're going to play a game to get to know you a little bit better. And I know, you know, you heard our opening song. So as a true musician I and artist, I'm sorry that you have to hear these. Hey, Blinken's my dad. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's so random. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I didn't make it up. Oh, my God. I can't. It's just like, I that's mean, so Random. So random. So freaking random. It really honestly is. So freaking random. That's so, so random. Not raving. What you're telling me right now is so random. I can't even. That's a random. Thank God. Random. <laughs> Okay. Thank you for indulging Thanks us, for Peppermint. through that. Um, <laughs> Do you need an opening act for anything? Um, we can bring I'll these. We can bring these know. jingles live. I may <laughs> randomly need someone. Hello. <laughs> we do have a three-person shirt somewhere, so just say somewhere. Someone's um, somewhere. Yeah, it exists in the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as you can tell, these are random questions. Take them as you will. Okay. Let's see. Do you save or spend? Spend. (laughs) Yeah. It's been so hard in quarantine, too, because you're like, what the fuck else am I going to do? Like, I'm trying to eat. I'm nesting. Yeah, I'm going to spend and I'm going to eat. Exactly. What's been your best quarantine purchase? Oh, my God. I mean, they're like daily. (laughs) I'll just say food because like it's necessary. But aside from that, I did, okay, one that I'm the most excited about most recently, because there's been a few. Um, uh, I do purchase a lot of tech, like, all the time. Um, And so, aside from food and tech, I did, I'll show you, because we were talking about this earlier, pardon me, in addition, (laughs) in addition to, okay, um, well, I'll tell you about the other thing in a second. I got. Okay. I started recollecting my Star Trek: The Next Generation yes! original figurines. Oh, wow, you're so that's awesome, Jordy. Jordy, Data. Oh my god, oh, that's awesome. Are you getting um, these on like eBay? Yes, uh, Riker. Ooh, oh my with god! A, oh, without a beard, Riker. without a beard. Ooh. I know controversial, the, Riker. Yeah. <laughs> And the PS de Resistance, Tasha Yar. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so um, good. And so those are like my, and then I, then the, I had those as a kid and something yeah. happened. I think I left the house in high school for like an hour and I came mm-hmm. back and I had none of my childhood toys. And I was like, mom, where did these go? And she's like, yeah. I don't know. And so now I don't know where I, they're gone. And so I, obviously I'm buying them again. Um, and I bought, but what I didn't have that I have now that's across from me, I can't go get it, is the mm. shuttlecraft. Uh, that oh, yeah. Came, cool. that they made. So I have the shuttlecraft. The, the box is huge. Um, I haven't opened any of them. 
I probably won't, but it's just. I nice was going to say, them. yeah. Are you going to open them, or are you yeah. going to just like keep them in? I want to open them. What I did when <laughs> I, I was younger is I had I bought two of each one. I don't know. I was oh, like wow. twelve, and I knew <laughs> I needed two. I was like one to play with and one to keep for later. Uh huh. Well, I don't know what's wrong with me. You were investing in your future. Honestly, I respect it. You were like, you were like, all these other bitches are like saving beanie babies. That's fine. I'm going to yeah, ke- keep gonna my keep TNG. <laughs> Wait, so what? The, your mom just got rid it. of them? That's not fair. She got rid of everything. She got rid of those. I had some He-Man figurines. I had some She-Ra dolls. I had mm-hmm. everything that, you know, all my toys. And she got rid of yeah. all. There, none of them are in the house. I thought she moved them to a different part of the house, but there yeah. is no, it's gone. She did. It was the trash. It was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Eve, maybe she sold them. Uh, maybe she sold she them. I don't know what she them. did. And so she still to this day is all cagey about it. <laughs> wow. wow. Confrontation. So, yeah. oh, That's yeah. what I bought. I remember I was thinking about like, there's not a ton of toys I remember, but I do Remember, I never had a Barbie dollhouse, but I did have like one of those ones that was just like half a bedroom and it had mm-hmm. the plastic mm-hmm. bed with the closet. And I like can remember the smell of that like so clearly that just like <laughs> plastic bed. Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, I used to have like a bunch of I used to go to concerts all the time. Well, my whole life until we couldn't go to concerts anymore. But when I was in college, I had saved all my concert t-shirts that I got at all the shows I went to. And I was going to turn them into a quilt. Cause I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to like make a quilt and not wear these, all these black t-shirts anymore. It's time for me to wear a color every once in a while. Um, yeah. And I had put them all at home and gone back to like Philly to get my stuff. I lived in Maryland and my mom like went through them and threw away like four of them that had like curse words on them. And one was like an Adam and his package fuck the Metro system t-shirt like so stupid. But I like came back and I was like, that was a signed shirt from his very last concert. Oh my God. It was like the biggest <laughs> fight we ever got in in my entire life. <laughs> what is up with going through our stuff when we're not there and throwing it out? Exactly. Honestly, Let me have these things. <laughs> the only thing I could think of that my mom did to me, I was like an early adopter with thrift store shopping, which humiliated my mom. Like, and because I would buy like the most obnoxious neon color, like polyester shit that I could buy. Oh, yeah. Um, and I remember at one point, I, my mom literally accused me of shaming the family name with a pair of bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Tess Barker for shame. She's for like, shame. Disco so is not my dead. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and I love these things. And I came home one day and my mom had given them to my little sister. She used in her science experiment on whether polyester was flammable. <laughs> oh my word. What is no. up with this terrorization of us? Hello? <laughs> oh, they are man. lucky they gave us life I will tell you that much that's the <laughs> truth Seriously. I'm gonna go back over there and start throwing their stuff away now like, no, no, no 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 now the shoe's on the other foot now lady <laughs> <laughs> please my mom needs to throw away all the shit she has and doesn't use <laughs> hello my mom is a pack rat now yeah, she so wants to throw away this thing <laughs> yeah. yeah my mom seriously she has like spelling tests that i did in like fourth grade i'm like mom this was my spelling test i'm throwing this away yeah <laughs> it's so hard to throw that kind of stuff away from when you're really young because you're like it's like anything like that you're like i'm gonna look at this once every 12 years but it that moment yeah. i look at it makes me think i need it at, yeah at what point do you think you throw away your kids baby teeth immediately like, oh i mean you when don't... they go to sleep isn't that the point <laughs> Yeah, well, know, some people like save them, and there's got to be a point where you're like, I don't need to have these. I think these if you're keeping them, teeth. they're being saved forever. I don't think that there's a throwaway. I don't think they have an end date. <laughs> yeah, you're either, I know you're my mom making got rid jewelry. of those things. Yeah, under the pillow and then gone. Bye bye. <laughs> that is probably the weirdest like fake character of all of them, right? The tooth the fairy. The tooth fairy. It's so voodoo. Totally. <laughs> Totally. Yeah, it's like, where, where does that, that come from? Well, let's see. Okay, Google, where did the tooth fairy come from? <laughs> oh, no, the uh, the the Rock Dwayne, the Rock Johnson movie is what comes up first when you Google of tooth course, fairy. Of course. Uh, <laughs> also, to be fair, yeah, where did Dwayne the Rock Johnson come from? 
Oh, yeah, that's, that's an odd thing. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You were just trying. They were somehow. They were like, we're going to encourage these kids to get rid of their teeth. It was such an. It was such a problem that you had to bribe them to tear their bones out of their head. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's like. <laughs> But, I, mean, I don't know how you guys rolled when you were little, but I feel like it. you didn't need to convince us to pull our teeth out. Like, it was a very, like, big... Everyone was always jiggling their teeth around, pulling them out, having friends pull <laughs> well, them out. Well, that's because you knew you might get some money for that. Exactly. I want to get that sweet scratch. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay, Peppermint, what's the most ridiculous fact you know? Putting you on the spot. Um, I do know some dumb... Useless facts. One that I think um, that I, it, I, that still fascinates me, and I know it, and I still verify it, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that um, stingrays and skates and like manta rays rays are f- basically flat sharks, and that they're related to sharks. And that I I always liked manta rays when I was younger, like just like the looking at them, you know, at the museum or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that they were related to sharks until later on. And now I'm fascinated by that. And I still yeah. look it up and, like, want to see videos about it. And, you know. I thought you were going to say you're scared of them now that you know that they're flat sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am also afraid of them. I mean, I'm never really around them. And I did go to um, Grand Cayman Islands. And there were some running around but, or swimming around. <laughs> Not running. <laughs> yeah, I feel like rays are like more something you'll see in a pool where, yeah, you like touch them or interact with them in some way, much less than sharks are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Brandy, think they're trying you, to hurt us. How do you feel about this? Brandy's a, not a shark fan, so they they freak me out real bad. I mean, they don't have teeth, so I'm I'm okay I think with they that. They do, don't they? Manta rays? I don't. Peppermint, Peppermint probably knows. <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> I just got that weird little little mouth thing. They don't. Um, you know what does creep me about out about them oh, yeah, is they that like, like they like burrow under the sand, so you don't see them at all, um, and you could step on them. But I also That's like terrifying. Yeah. I, I like don't like stepping in, in the ocean anyway. It uh it freaks me out. As soon as I can like float and start swimming in the shallow end, I will just to get out far. It freaks me out that I want to step on a fish or something. But yeah, they creep me out. Not at nowhere near as bad as sharks though, because I I mean a manta rays only ever killed. Uh, what's his name? Steve Irwin. Yeah. Steve yeah. Irwin got killed by a manta ray. Yes. Oh yeah, that's. I a- was gonna. I didn't want to bum everyone out, but I was, it was the elephant or the manta ray in the room. <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What? Manta ray. Yeah. 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 Yes. He like. He like dived. He dived off his boat and like it impaled him and it like spiked yeah. him like in the heart. Oh. It was like, almost immediate. So it wasn't yeah. like a attack. It was. Yeah. It was his dumb ass. Oh, wait, no, that's rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, for sure. Well, too I mean, soon? Also- no, 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 no. <laughs> it also feels like, I don't know, that's kind of how you want to go out if that's what you do for a living. For a living, right? that's true. At yeah. a certain point. I will, I don't know why I remember this joke, but I'm going to give credit to who wrote it. But I remember at the time, Robert Yasamora had a joke, Steve Irwin died doing what he loved. Bothering animals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's great. true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Peppermint. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Hmm. Broadway shows. Mm. <laughs> I'm yeah. nostalgic for them now. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Broadway uh, fan? I am. I had the opportunity to to perform on Broadway, uh, mm-hmm. and that was one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Um, and so, oh, yeah, cool. uh, and it's and I have a lot of friends who 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 you know also worked on Broadway for a living, and um, and live theater. You know, like I don't know when we're going to be doing live theater again anytime soon. I hope. But mm-hmm. so you yeah. you were in in the Go Go's musical on Broadway, right? Yeah, Head Over Heels. It was a, a musical based on an old, like ancient ass poem about utopia, um, and basically like 
kind of followed the story of like, you know, the like the Trumps, you know, Donald mm-hmm. Trump and his family. Um, and but it was set to the music of the Go-Go's. That sounds amazing. Cool. Yeah. And it was very it was way before its time. It was unfortunately we were the little play that could could not. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, <laughs> we lasted about a year, like from start to finish. Um, and it but it was like the que- honestly, the queerest show I've ever even seen. It was all about body positivity and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, diversity and, you know, gender inclusion. It was just like everything, you know. Oh, that's so badass. I love that. I mean, there's nothing like a Broadway show. It's just so much the work that goes into it and just everything. I'm bummed that it didn't that it didn't go further. But, you know, that's the great thing about these kind of shows is they can come back. So hopefully, like you said, since it was ahead of its time, you never know. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was that something you always wanted to be be on Broadway? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I did. Um, I I remember going to a Broadway show for the first time, my first ever Broadway show. I was always involved in theater and drama. I didn't even know what Broadway was, but I, you know, was involved in school plays and things. And my mom got me involved in as well. <clears throat> and I loved it. And then uh, in high school, I had the chance to go with a, a teacher friend of mine who's a teacher. Um who took me and her boyfriend up to uh, to New York? Um, I grew up near Philly in Wilmington, Delaware, and nice. um, and took me up to New York to go see Rent on Broadway. It's my first first Broadway show, and I saw the original cast, and then of course I was like hooked, and my life was changed. Um, <laughs> and I went a few times to see other shows. Of course, I went back to see Rent again, and then when I moved to New York. Uh, I, I kind of, I just knew that I wasn't going to get into school for math or science. Um, and I might as well go to college and study what I love, which is musical theater performance. So I, when I moved to New York, I came here and studied musical theater. Nice. And did, so you got into musical theater before you even got into drag? Oh, mm, yeah, because I was in plays. I was in plays as a young, young, young kid. Um, and then my first time doing drag if you can call it that like kind of like mm-hmm. trying to do drag was in was in high school we had something called the homely court where everyone cross-dressed and um well, that's awesome. I was a ch- yeah the like football players dressed in drag i was a cheerleader the cheerleaders everyone dressed in drag um mm-hmm. and i i want i mean come on darling i won yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it wasn't really about drag performance or anything. I was, you know, now looking back, it was so, uh, and maybe even then, it was really obvious that I was just trying to look for an outlet that would be supportive of me expressing, you know, my true gender and mm. um, without being made fun of or, you know, being rewarded for it. And so that's what drag represented for so long for me. So, um, but that was my first time in drag. And then I really started doing it when I moved here to New York and went out to the clubs and realized I could get into the clubs for free being in drag. I was like, what is this reward system? <laughs> like, I'll buy a wig. It's good. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> kind of like when I was younger, I, I thought I had found this life hack and maybe younger listeners feel free to use this. Um, when you go to Coyote Ugly, if they go to the, the one in Vegas or in Memphis or wherever they have them, if you dance on the bar, they will give you free alcohol. Yeah. That was the thing. <laughs> did you find that out from watching the movie or did you find that out from going? <laughs> I think I found that out going. And I was like, this is the best hack. We don't even have to buy drinks. We can just come dance up here for free. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I've never been to Coyote Ugly, but I was watching on 90 Day Fiance when they went to the one in New York and... I was like, oh, there's a guy whose whole job is just putting women up on the up bar on and the taking bar. them back down. <laughs> and, and then, I can't remember her name, um, opened up a, like, a gay one. I can't remember what that Flaming Saddles, which is Coyote Ugly, but, but oh, like, amazing. the men's one where, yeah. the, where the boys are dancing on. And so that yeah, one's yeah. here in New York, Flaming Saddles. 
It's probably we sure have it's a flaming now. saddles. We have have or had. Yeah, I don't know, but I love that. Yeah, we have one in West Hollywood too, mm-hmm. and I I love it. Yeah, because who doesn't want to see cowboy go go dancers? Yeah, yes, please. Yeah, <laughs> always. <laughs> the assless chaps kind of write themselves. Frankly, I'll watch. <laughs> 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 oh, this is making me miss civilization. <laughs> and assless chaps. We'll <laughs> All right, we're going to take uh, another quick break. We'll be back in a second, everybody. everybody we're back on lady to lady i am babs i'm brandy i'm tess and we're here with peppermint and we're gonna do a lady problem (laughs) (laughs) you can oh uh, oh, sorry good oh i was gonna say i wanted to drop uh, some quick tooth fairy knowledge you guys i've been reading quietly just to let you know the tooth tooth fairy comes from like uh uh the nordic like viking times Mm. where basically they were worried that uh, as if you lost a tooth and it was not immediately thrown in the fire that night that you would spend your afterlife looking for your teeth. So it was, they didn't want to scare their kids. So they told them they made up this like thing that would come and take their teeth at night. Of course, then, this is some Viking ass shit. Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, they're also, cause they're afraid if a witch got a hold of your tooth, then that witch would have power over you. So it's parents taking their tooth from their children while they're sleeping and leaving like uh, little treats in exchange for it. So they're not, that scared is a very teeth. witch thing to do. I never thought about, my parents is witches, but that is it's witchy. very witchy. Some witchy yeah. shit. We're gonna yeah. burn your bones. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just like burning teeth is just like a really ugh, it sounds like a real that's a smell. That's a smell. Oh, <laughs> oh yes it is, Starlight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> anyway, just a little knowledge before we get into lady problems. Thank you. That was helpful. <laughs> Look, you. We, you know, we we learn things on this show, okay? Mm-hmm. It's yes. not all fluff. Razor flat sharks and the tooth fairy is a Viking. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> lady to lady, your number one source of all knowledge. We Google all of it. <laughs> so yeah, let's do a lady problem. If you want to do a lady problem, send us one. You can send it to lady to lady comedy at gmail.com. We mm-hmm. also have a phone number, 323-6-BUT-30. Where you can leave a lady problem, or you can tell us how you're going, how you're going, how you're doing. Yeah, tell us. Lady, lady problems. Lady, lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Hey ladies, so here is my problem. Well, really, it's my baby cousin's problem. Let me explain. My baby cousin just turned 16 and came out as trans. I'm so proud of her for living her truth and so happy to have a number member of the family that is queer. Here's the issue. Her parents, they're not awful, but they're not the best. And currently she splits her time between the two of them in Florida and Jersey. I'm in Oregon. Anyway, they claim to be supportive, but they won't let her start hormones or even hormone blockers. They are worried it will sterilize her and be irreversible if somehow down the road she changes her mind, which almost no one does. I'm really worried for her mental health and future happiness because I know that the sooner she's on hormones, the sooner she can start to feel more comfortable with her body and the smoother her transition will be. So here is my question. How do I convince her parents, as the only other queer family member, that they are doing their daughter a disservice and not letting her control her own body? Or is there a way that she can begin to transition without their consent in a safe way? I'm worried she might buy street hormones or just start taking birth control unsupervised. As far as I know, she's in therapy, but I'm not sure how great the therapists are if they haven't been able to show her that her parents that this is a necessary medical treatment. Thank you for all that you do. I love you, ladies, and recommend your pod to everyone. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for <laughs> writing in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so she splits her time between Florida and New Jersey. And then this. The co- I got confused. The, does the cousin, the young baby cousin, is the one who splits her time between the two? Are the parents divorced? Yes. Yeah. I Sounds think- like the parents okay. are divorced. Yeah. So the parents mm-hmm. are divorced. She's 16 and splits her mm-hmm. time between the parents in Florida and Jersey. Got it. And so it yeah. looks like they are not letting her start hormone. Yeah, I guess I didn't know. You know, I, I didn't know that. You couldn't decide that on yourself, even at 16. I guess I assumed that you could 
get a doctor's approval, but you have to have a parent's approval? I think you have to have a parent's um, permission, a Mm. permission slip (laughs) Um, on (laughs) until you're 18, I think, I guess. Mm. Um, I guess you have to be like a legal adult before you can, you know, do anything. Um, Yeah, it's a really tough one. I mean, it's, it's, there's legislation happening right now. I don't know about in Florida, but South Dakota just passed some, uh, there's all kinds of like discriminatory anti-trans legislation creeping mm-hmm. uh, creeping up the pike um, yeah. that uh, involves not only trans people in sports, but then also medical care for people under the age of 18 um, and whether or not doctors can even, inter- medical staff can even intervene or make recommendations. Um, and so it's really, it's it's not necessarily going to get easier Mm-hmm. with the legislation in, in, at the state level. Excuse me, I just burped. I've been drinking all this. Excuse No, bubbly <laughs> water. Get it, girl. Get it. <laughs> no, we're upset at this legislation, too. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. And so that yeah. is terrible. But I do think that uh, I think the, the best way to go is to, look, obviously, if the parents want it, or at least one of the parents want it and supports mm-hmm. it, then I would say getting one of them on board by knowing, letting them know or telling them that, that exactly, it sounds like this writer, the person writing and knows exactly what to do, that, you know, mm-hmm. that it could become harmful. Uh, they could, they could, you know, engage in self-harm. They could, you know, find black market hormones, um, mm-hmm. things that are not, like not really regulated or that you don't know what's in them. And so surely having medical professionals guide her through her medical transition is the more preferable way to go. And that this is just inevitable. It's going to happen whether you want it to or not. And it'll probably happen sooner than later. And so Mm -hmm. let's do it safely. Um, It's really tough though, to get around parents. We don't know exactly why really. And so it's really tough to just get around these parents who believe some of them believe this, um, discriminatory things that they've heard, these fear tactics mm-hmm. and things that they've heard, it will sterilize you. I mean, that's, unfortunately, that's true. Um, you know, when you, uh, if you are going to take, um, you know, estrogen and and hormone blockers, which is chemical hormone blockers usually um, are spironol- spironolactone, it is um, sterilization. Um and the only other way is surgical, which is permanent sterilization. Um, and there's there's word that if you take the uh, hormones and the medication long enough, then the sterilization will be become permanent anyway. And so that's something to consider. Um, but like, it's not nobody is the the whole like, oh my god, I accidentally became trans and I need to change back. It's a myth. It's not yeah. real. People are not like, you know, transitioning in droves and then coming, switching back and saying, oh, my God, I was wrong. It was just a phase. It was just a joke. Like, nobody does that. You know, no. people who are trans put themselves in this position, you know, of wanting to have their medical uh, transition start and have medical intervention because it's life saving and they they need it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just that's just all as simple as that. Right. And I think I, I agree that like the, the the idea is good to go to like the cooler parent or the parent that you think is going to be more receptive to this info, because I guess that is kind of the upshot of them being divorced is you do only need to get one on board. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe there's something to bringing up your own experience as a queer person. I mean, it doesn't sound like this writer is trans, but maybe, you know, you probably I don't know what point in your life you came out of the closet but maybe there's something to kind of talking to this parent about you know I'm glad I came out when I did or I wish I'd come out earlier and here's why mm-hmm. here's why it's so much better to be supported at a young age uh, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that's how you can kind of bring your own experience into it as well yeah well I think also the fact that you said like this is going to happen with you know this is going to happen like she yeah. wants to transition it's going to happen so mm-hmm. why don't you help facilitate that as opposed to two years down the line where things might be a little bit more difficult for her then yeah. we might as well do it now it's just the question mm-hmm. of now or two years when she's 18 like we might as well help her out now 
Yeah, it's like, do you want this to be a time of joy that she looks back on, that she's finally finding her true self? Or do you want this to be like a really hard time in her life that she is going to take years down the line for you guys to fix this eventually? Because this part is not changing. One thing that just came to mind that, mm-hmm. um, you know, is, I don't want to say it's it's very likely to happen, but it, it, it can happen is, you know, the depression that sets in that's harmful, mm-hmm. even if it's not like, out and out, like self-harm, like, you know, a suicide attempt or something that we don't want to happen. Sometimes folks get involved in like, you know, other substances and things to kind of numb the pain of not being able to be who they really are. Or if there's Mm -hmm. other things that they're experiencing, maybe being picked on at school or things that make their life miserable, you know, it's much, it's much better. I I would think it would be much better to have the 16 year old, you know, with the guidance of their doctor, you know, mm-hmm. start the medical transition and use, you know, prescribed medication instead of going out and trying to numb the pain with booze and whatever else they're going to do at 16, which could be even more dangerous. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And just talking about this is really pissing me off, frankly, because it's like this person seems like they have at least one or two parents that might be somewhat receptive with this conversation. But I just think about all the other trans kids who might not even be in that situation or have that option. And, you know, I know, like, you know, for cisgender people, you know, resources like Planned Parenthood are so important for, you know, p- kids that need to get birth control but aren't comfortable talking to their parents about it. So, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that same right should be afforded to trans kids. If you're that age, you should have agency over your own health care without your parents having to sign off on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just pissed. A hundred percent. I mean, it seems like, yeah, the writer does know what to do. And it is, I think, about. Yeah, speaking honestly with the parents mm-hmm. about about how you feel and how you want to help, you know, yeah. protect your cousin. Yeah, so the very real, real reality is that, like, they aren't going to be able to talk her out of it. And do they want to be supportive or do they want to get in the way and make this a, a harder situation that's going to put her potentially in more danger in a lot of different ways? You know, I mean... Also, it's also, I mean, obviously, you probably know this uh, writer as, like, uh, make sure that she's, like, using the right pronouns, and like, using her, her chosen name and all this stuff. Like, these are so many things that they can do every day and mm-hmm. just, like, improve their relationship, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm really glad that, you you know, she has you because obviously mm-hmm. you're a family member who's looking out for her and that's huge. So I think, and I think, you know, yeah, just have an open conversation with her as well just how she's doing and make sure you're that you're there for her and she knows that she can reach out to you i mean it sounds Mm -hmm. like you guys are pretty close so um yeah i think i i think oh that's what i was gonna say you know as far as being nervous about her doing something like taking you know black market hormones or something i think be very have a try to have a very clear conversation with her where it's like you know, don't, don't do, that. do that. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going yeah, to help don't you. Do that. Don't, yeah. don't do that. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do my best to help you to like figure out how we can not do yeah. that. So. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's not make, keep that option on the table if we can avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and thank you for, you know, just being there for and being a great, a great cousin. So, and thanks for writing. Great. Yeah. I wish I had a cousin like you. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, We'll end on we had a we had a fun short uh, voicemail that we got so we'll just respond to that and then whoop that's not the right thing ah! oh my god I'm not trying to play this okay here we go <laughs> real quick when you get it and then he put a run on the top say what's gonna give what he can't anyway. No, same fucking. I ain't over Tim. You're been a town scene. I like all of that little bit. So the basic question is, what do you have to do to get your man off his ass? Which I think I didn't know was going to go in question. That's a good question. <laughs> That's we the take question lady of, the year, of the year, of, the, of life. Yeah, that is the end-all, be-all question. I think the inherent answer is that if he's not already getting nothing you do, will get his him off his ass. He yeah, has to already be the getting-off-the-ass type. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're either are a get off your ass or you're not a get off your ass. Uh, and yeah. it's not. Never the two shall meet. <laughs> I will say bribery can help. In the short term. Temporarily. And it temporarily helps. <laughs> it can, yes. If you need him to get off his ass one time, you might yeah. be able to make a lasagna or something. Yeah, but the next time. He's going to use that against you. Be like, I ain't getting off my ass unless you make two lasagnas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then you're creating a pattern there. Yeah. A lasagna <laughs> pattern, like the like the layers of lasagna. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the issue is I think you should, I think A, either try to find, you know, if you're, if you're single, try to find a man who already gets off his ass. Or B, you just accept that he's the type who doesn't get off his ass and you try to... <laughs> And you try to like enjoy the other aspects about and it. And hopefully you like that ass. Yeah. 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 I guess then, I, then yeah. in that case, you're into TV dinners often, I think, and sweatpants. Um, I mean, and if that's okay with you, then that's fine. It, we are in the pandemic, so I don't know like what the context is, but, <laughs> yes. you know, yes. like, I'm, if I'm telling my man to get off his ass, I'm sitting next to him on the couch on my ass as well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> No, so this isn't about me. To talk. This isn't about my problems, okay? I'm perfect. You're the one who needs to do some shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need to get off your ass so you can bring me some stuff because I'm on my ass. Yes. Yeah. Go get yeah. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, this is, tale is old as time. Thank you for the beautiful... Mm-hmm voice message to we which we don't i don't think collectively we'll ever have the answer really no i think it's a relatable problem for the ages at all times and eventually if you are a if you are a man who has ever been compelled to get off his ass let us know yeah (laughs) very good for you yeah what worked (laughs) exactly yeah let us know yeah is there some kind of like online workshop we don't know about Mm -hmm. unlock your potential your partner hang a hot dog in front of your face and you just out of reach <laughs> whatever it old, is old looney tunes traps that always gets a man off his ass <laughs> put a acne belt black hole underneath of his couch uh, Boom. <laughs> or a rabbit Boom. dress up in a in a in a in a like hula outfit you know, right, exactly. Right, right. Yes. Sexy, ra- exactly. sexy rabbit. Exactly. A saucy bunny. Uh, that'll do it for you. I'm not one. I'm not a like briber. Like I'm not like a, ooh, here's a blow job for something. I just can't do it. No. I'm like, I don't Me have any energy. Yeah. I've got too much spite. Oh. And I'm like, you know, you need to do what you need to be doing. And then you'll get the reward. That's the problem is I'm not going to be turned yes, on exactly. unless like you're already wanting to do the thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing worse than giving a blowjob when you're just like furious is not a good headspace. Yeah, no one wants to be there. Resentful blowjobs. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've given them. Before. I've given a few. <laughs> of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said it couldn't possibly fuel the fire. I mean, sometimes that is really what gets you going, but. Um, I have yeah. to say, okay, I have a, before we end this episode, I have a confession to make. Um, okay. So mm. a, a long time ago on the podcast, we were talking about like moments in, in movies that awakened us sexually when we were younger, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. I mentioned the movie Uncle Buck. Now. You, yes. <laughs> what? Peppermint's face. Peppermint's face is really amazing. It was the pancakes. This is not you know the first the, time she's movie, brought up Uncle Buck. Did you see that movie, Peppermint? Of course I did with John Candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a moment in this movie where the bad boy is like making out with the daughter, right? And he like mm. runs his hand up her leg. That's the moment that like turned me on. It was just like a moment okay. that I rewound a few times, right? Okay. Or at least that's what I thought happened in my oh. head. I Uh-oh. watched that movie this weekend. And it was a lot more of like a BDSM, let me hold someone down situation than a hand on the leg situation. And I was like, oh, I just saw something inside my head. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, 
I oh my learned, gosh. I just learned a lot about myself and I was like, oh, okay. That's what you were into. Was Wasn't it, it, Oh wow. <laughs> it was like more it was like a kinky thing that I I mean it wasn't it was like problematic in the movie now that I see that, but for right, me yeah. as a young person, I was like connecting to some kind of kink uh, thing that I didn't realize. Wow. And I'm like watching it back, I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway we're all learning things about ourselves wow um, i had no idea uncle buck was so sexual that's like not it me wasn't either. it wasn't for me there's something weird going on that's there's a moment there <laughs> no it's the pancakes barbara we it know. is the pancakes the giant- obviously that just goes without saying the giant pancakes but <laughs> so that's my uncle buck reveal for this time we'll see what happens next time we'll see what else i find out about myself next time <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll <get> there. <laughs> Peppermint, thank you so much for doing the show. That's that's the podcast. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Can I tell people about my new project? Yes, absolutely. We're, we're just going to ask. Tell us everything. <laughs> Gorgeous. Perfect timing. Yes. I'm spending yes. my time here in pandemic recording and recording and working. My little took us off um, nice. to come to uh, present some music that I'm really proud of. And some of it is nominated for this GLAAD award. Um I was in a relationship a year ago, a little over mm-hmm. a year ago. Well, now two years ago. And um, and it was one of the best relationships ever. But anyway, we broke up, yeah. spoiler alert. And I decided to write all about it in the grand in tradition of Taylor Swift. And so mm-hmm. I have uh, three EPs that uh, represent different parts of the relationship, the beginning, the middle, and the end of the relationship. Nice. The beginning is out right now. It's called A Girl Like Me, Letters to My Lovers. Uh, and the next album or the next EP to come out uh, will be this spring. It's Broken Home, Letters to My Lovers. And uh, we filmed music videos and everything are out right now, but we also created a short film, um, and that comes out in the spring, probably May. Um, Really excited about it. And so people can follow my social media, Peppermint247. To see what happens. happens. That's, so it's three EPs, <laughs> and so and mm-hmm. a girl like me, letters to my lovers is the one that's that's out now, and you're working on the other two. That is amazing. I love this. It's that's such, such a, a fun idea. Yeah, so awesome. I mean, it, I wasn't thinking fun when I. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> of course, yeah, cathartic. But, yeah, yeah, cathartic, cathartic idea. Yeah, yeah has it been a cathartic process for you? It really has. I mean, in the I recorded some of it in an actual um, recording studio with an engineer and other people there, mm-hmm. and it's a really intimate, cathartic process for sure. And there were several times writing the the title track from the first EP, "A Girl mm-hmm. Like Me." Uh, you know, I was working with my writing partner who we've worked on many songs before and we um you know wrote it and then took a break and like read through it and then everyone was quiet we were on zoom and we couldn't see each other and i was like are you okay like what's going on and he was in tears i've never seen this man in tears and i was then i started crying and everyone was crying um and so it was it's been a beautiful uh, process for sure and re- shooting the short film which is also based on my experiences mm-hmm. um, has been really interesting and kind of at times triggering um, but yeah. then you know being able to be <clears throat> being able to present something that shows like a reg- just a, a run of the mill relationship b- b- between a trans person and their partner um, mm-hmm. and we you know, we fight about normal things, you know, just like everyday things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my transness is not necessarily the catalyst for any kind of shame or anything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just being able to be sexual in a way that's empowering as a trans woman rather than being objectified um, is great in the film as well. And so that's like a little sneak peek ahead of everything because it's not there's nothing for you to see right now but um it is it's a great feeling and i hope that other people will be able to see that and understand that trans people do belong in all of these different spaces um mm-hmm. and holding space and telling these types of stories it's not just about when someone wants to find out about our surgeries that they're interested mm-hmm. in trans mm-hmm. people 
Exactly. You know? the, the stories are much more universal than people might necessarily yeah. have thought before. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see it and hear all this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Follow Peppermint yeah. on her socials. Is it, what's your handle again? One more time. Peppermint247 on ever, all the socials. Yeah, follow Peppermint on everything. Go check out all the amazing music and music videos she has out already. Best sex every morning. Go look at them all and yeah, sign up to to catch all this new stuff coming out. That's very exciting. Thank you for thank you for digging deep during quarantine for the benefit of the rest of us as well. We appreciate it. I'll keep you updated on my um, Star Trek collection. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Absolutely. that's the most important thing. We need to know well, yeah. if priorities. A next tri- next trilogy about TNG that would be appreciated. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I'm waiting to hear like the love story of you and Picard working its way out. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're gonna head over and do a little beef of the week, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thanks, government. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but thirty. It's six, but thirty somewhere. Hi, I first just wanted to say I just listened to your episode with Karen, um, and it was awesome, and it just brought me thinking. Number one, um, there is an option on LinkedIn to view profile in private. It's recently her work, and you can make it so that they can't see who that it's you viewing their profile. And the second thing is, when you guys were talking about, like, creeping on people or sending accidental emails, it just reminded me of a time that I was working as a manager um, at a large retailer, and there was another manager that I did not particularly like, and inside of our cash office, there's like a, an office that you walk into, and there's another door with another office where we keep like our space and stuff, and this manager, I thought, had left the building for lunch, and me and another manager we're inside the main part of the office, like the first op- opening, and just, you know, talking crap, talking about her. Um, and then all of a sudden, the alarm for the second, the second door has an alarm because it has our safe in it. And I look over at the alarm and it says unarmed. And I immediately realize that she's probably sitting in there because we're the only three managers in the building that have access that alarm code and sure enough I opened the door and there she is and it was about the most mortifying and embarrassing moment of my life and I just apologized and then walked away and was like oh my god I'm gonna get fired um and I was terrified and I called my boss and told my boss immediately what happened I was like I just don't know what to do and my boss was like, oh, my God. My boss has really left me, thankfully. So she was like, let me call her. I just don't want her to call HR because if she calls HR, um, there can be some repercussions. And thankfully, she didn't. And she even told my boss she was not going to say anything to even her. Um, and I totally told on myself. So, yeah, fun times. Um, love the show. It was my first time listening. Can't wait to hear more. Thanks. 